Hello everyone, this is Lynn Stacy with the Victoriously Anointed Podcast. I am so glad that you could join me for today's episode. Get ready for a treat. Hello everyone and welcome to the Victoriously Anointed Podcast. I'm your host, Lynn Stacy. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode of the Women of the Bible series. Today is the third Sunday in October, and we have been doing a series where we have been talking about different women of the Bible. On the first Sunday, we talked about Hannah. On the second Sunday, we talked about Abigail and how she honored God. And so today we're going to talk about Sarah. And Sarah was someone that had to kind of, I would say, go on a journey of faith with God. And so the, fo- the point that I want to focus on with Sarah is I was going to focus on the fact that, you know, she she had she she laughed and different things like that. But what I really want to focus on with Sarah is something so simple of the fact that she had to bear her burden. Um, she had to bear the burden of carrying the blessing. And so sometimes when we think about different things and different things that God calls us to have to handle and have to carry and have to bear, um, sometimes um, that calls us to have to carry a burden. Um, and it's a it's a burden of blessing. And so what I want to teach you on today is and what I hope that you receive from this is that if you bear the burden and if you push through whatever it is that the Lord needs you to push through pushing through the pain pushing through the suffering pushing through whatever it is that God requires of you to push through um, then you can push into blessing and before I get into talking about Sarah and just the fact that she had to bear Isaac I want to talk a little bit about what God had established with. So um, there was a point in um, Abram's life where he said God, he, he was childless. He was talking to God about being childless and that the fact that his inheritance was going to have to go to someone else in his household because he didn't have a child. And so God told him that he's going to bear a child. But at this point, he doesn't tell him that it was going to be Sarah, but he's gonna, he let Abraham know that you will have a child. And so they go through the journey where um, they decide that Sarah kind of comes up with this plan where, you know what, I must not be the one. Let's go ahead and do it through Hagar, which was the handmaid, and they bore Ishmael. And then you don't find them until 13 years later where God is telling them uh, more details of the covenant. And he asks for them to be circumcised, all the, all the male um, servants and every, anyone's servants, including Ishmael. Um, to be circumcised and that was um, a, an establishment of the covenant that was that was a sign of the covenant that God had established with Abraham and so we find here that God tells Abraham it's going to be your wife Sarah that's going to bear the child because she's going to be the mother of nations and and so we find Sarah being called into purpose and God is speaking with Abraham concerning her and so what I want you to get from this is the fact that after uh, after having known that she was going to be the one that was going to bear the son, it took both of them walking in faith and acting in faith as if what God said was so. And so Sarah had to keep on. And remind you, um, when they when they bore Isaac, Abraham was a hundred years old and Sarah was ninety uh, when um, Isaac finally came to be. And so she she had to conceive when she was like eighty nine or going on ninety. And so uh, the thing I want you to get about this one particular point in the life of Sarah is this. You cannot look at what you see. Because if Sarah would have looked, if Sarah and Abraham would have continuously focused on the fact that they were old, that they were well past the age of doing what it was that God had required of them, they wouldn't have bore Isaac. 
And so sometimes God will require you to do things. And from your, your viewpoint, from looking at it through your human eyes, from looking at looking at it through your human ability, um, you may see that, hey, this is this is this is an impossibility for me. This is something that I'm not capable to do because I'm well past the childbearing age. And, and whatever your thing is that God has told you to do, and you may say, well, I don't fit the qualifications. I, I, I don't look like what this person should look like. I, I don't look like what this will ordinarily look like. Let me tell you, when it comes to God, uh, God operates within the new. I'm not saying he won't operate within the old, but some, God, he, he's so creative. He, 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 he sometimes does things in a new way. If you would just look through just how he fought the different wars and different things for Israel, he was always doing something new. He told Joshua to, to march around the walls. He told Moses to lift up his staff. He he thundered down the Philistines and when it was in Samuel's day. And so you will find that God is always sometimes winning the same fights, but he's doing it in different ways. And so we find here where Sarah is barren and not saying that she wasn't the first person to be barren. And we see other women throughout the Bible who were barren, and he reached them in different ways. And so when it came to Sarah, it was her age. It was her age that was her that 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 could have really um, limited her ability to be able to walk in faith. And so sometimes when God requires you to walk in faith, sometimes it will be the opposite of what it should look like. Sometimes it'll be based on the limitation. And sometimes it's like God will intentionally allow there to be a limitation there. And the reason why he will allow it, because he's a limitless God. And sometimes he wants us to see beyond our limitation, to see that he is God. Is there anything too hard for the Lord? Is there anything too hard for the Lord? That is a question that he asked Abraham when Abraham, when uh, when they were confirming the, the promise and, and Sarah laughed. And so she had to get her thinking right. She had to get her thinking together in order to bear eyes. Sometimes when you're getting ready to step into God's blessing, sometimes he has to get your thinking right concerning him. There is nothing too hard for me. There is nothing that I cannot do. I cause the, the sun to rise and it sits in its place on my word. I cause the moon to, to sit in its place on my word. You breathe on my word. Your heart pumps on my word. You walk. Your legs are able to walk because they walk because that is the way I ordained them to be able to function. And so sometimes in our lives, God just wants us to take him at his word. And sometimes, you know what? I'm not going to say that your experiences, sometimes different things in life will cause you not to want to take God at his word. But let me tell you something. When God is the one who gives you the word, it is a sure thing. It is a guaranteed thing. It is something that you can stand on. And I'm not just saying that just solely based on the Bible. I'm saying it based on the Bible, but I'm also saying it based on in my own life. I've seen God come to pass and bring things to pass and he's still bringing things to pass based on his word. If he tells you, trust in me, trust in me, trust in me, do not be afraid, do not be afraid, have courage, have courage, do not fear. You can take him at his word. You can take him at his word. And so here we find that Sarah has to take God at his word. Here we find Abraham has to take God at his word. In order for them to take God at his word, that means in their old age, they have to keep performing an act that really is taking, that really is, it, I would say, it, more young people take delight in. I'm not saying that old people can't perform, I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying is, is that there was a limitation here. There was an impossibility here. Her body was getting ready to have to go through something, uh, 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 I would say, that wasn't typical for an elder person to go through. 
it, it wasn't it wasn't a normal thing I would say and so sometimes God will have you to act in faith and the thing that you're having to act in faith in may be abnormal it, it may be abnormal but there is something there is a reason why God is allowing it to be so and I believe here in this instance that you have to have faith you you cannot go by what you see you have to go based on what God has told you. And then what he has told you, you have to see it through his eyes, through eyes of faith. Well, what I'm seeing right now is, is that I'm, I'm, I'm well past the childbearing age. But I see the word that God has spoken concerning my life. And since I see the word that God has spoken concerning my life, I see myself being a mother. I see myself bearing this child. I see myself enjoying the blessing that God has allowed me to be able to produce. And since I see the blessing that God has allowed me to produce, I'm going to begin to put the action behind the word that God has given me. I'm going to begin to act according to faith. Sight tells me that no, I should not be able to bear a child because I have been bearing for over 80 years. I have not bore a child. And me and Abraham, we have tried this before. We've already tried this in our younger years. We, we came together and we, we found out that I wasn't able to bear a child. And, and we, we, we've tried before. and we, We've tried over and over again before and to bear a child, but a child wasn't produced. And then when God gave them the word the first time and not really allowing them to know that it was Sarah was going to be the one that's going to be producing it. And I believe because it was a time frame uh, of the blessing that came because it wasn't 13 until years later until after Ishmael was born that Sarah was um, uh, knew that she was the one to be the one that was going to be bearing. Sometimes God doesn't he doesn't give us the full details on what it is uh, uh, that he's wanting to do through us and with us. I believe but for many, several different reasons. I believe it's based on the personality of the person. Sometimes it, sometimes the blessings of God can be overwhelming. It's like, God, how are you going to do this thing? Can you imagine if God would have told them this for 13 years, they would have been looking. It probably would have did something to their faith. Well, maybe I'm, well, maybe I'm not the one. Maybe they would have stopped coming together, but God had to give them a short word. See, God, God is why. He is wisdom. He he knows how to how to give you the word and the necessary time that he needs to give it to you in. The only thing he needs you to do in, do you believe what I said was true? Yes, God, I believe what you said is true. Well, since you believe what I said is true, the only thing I need you to do is stand in it. Sometimes um, when we're walking through faith, sometimes the only thing God needs you to do, stand in it until I give you further directions. Stand in it until I give you further instructions. Just keep on believing and keep on having faith and don't doubt. Just keep on walking in it. Just keep on walking in it. Keep on expecting me to show up. Keep on expecting me to perform my word for you in your life. And don't you worry about what it looks like. Don't you worry about um, your limitations. Don't you worry about your inability. Don't you worry about what seems impossible. Don't you worry about it because I got it. I'm the one who gave you the word. I'm the one that spoke it into existence. I'm the one that spoke it into being. And my word will not return to me void until it accomplishes the thing that I've sent it out to do.
And so since I've spoken this word that Sarah is the one that's going to have a child and Abraham, since I've spoken this word that I'm not going to leave you childless, since I've spoken this word, the word has already gone out and it's already in the process of performing the very thing that I sent it out to do. The only thing I need you to do is keep on acting out in faith. Keep on going in faith. I know it's not coming in the time frame that you expect. I know you expected it to, as soon as I gave it to you, you expected it to be produced right then and there. You expected to get it done as soon as you were uh, uh, able to get into a position where you felt like you can get it done. But don't worry about that. It's, it's for a set time. It's for a set time. And when that set time comes, it will produce. And we find here in the book of Genesis, in the book of Genesis, it said at the set time, according to what God had said and according to what God had spoken, at the set time, Isaac was born. At the set time. Let me talk to you about a set time. We know that school has a set time. We know every year about around August, different school districts have different set times. But we know about around in August somewhere, kids are going to be going back to school. That's the set time. We know that when they're in school, they start school around about different school districts, 7 o'clock, 7.25. That's the set time. And then we know about around 3 o'clock, 3.15, 3.45, they're going to be getting out of school. That's a set time. We're able to kind of work our days and different things like that according to the set time. According to the set time. We know about around Christmas time, they're going to be taking a break. That's the set time. Some things have a set time. And there are some blessings in your life that are kind of going to come forth in the set time. And while you're waiting for that set time, the thing that you have to do is wait and act out in faith. I had to learn that waiting wasn't an inactive word. Waiting, because sometimes when you're waiting for something, sometimes waiting can look like a person that don't have faith too. Uh, uh, waiting can look like, waiting can cannot look like, uh, it can look inactive. But what I had to learn about waiting is that it's an active word. When you're waiting, that means that I have an, an expectancy in my heart that what God said was going to be so is going to be so. And it's going to come to pass in the time that it's going to come to pass. And so while I'm waiting and I, I'm anticipating, I'm expecting, I believe, I'm believing, I'm, I'm doing what I can do in faith. But some blessings God is like, I understand that you're doing what you're doing in faith. Keep on doing those things. And guess what? When it's your time, when it's your set time, when it's, when it's time for the blessing to be produced, it will be produced. And so when Isaac was conceived, when you think about the different things that a woman has to go through in pregnancy and all women experience different things when they're going through different things in pregnancy. We don't know the different things that Sarah uh, um, experienced, but we do know that when you're pregnant, it, it, take, it takes a toll on the body. Let me tell you about a set time blessing. We praise God for blessings. We do. We should praise God for blessings. If you haven't praised God for blessings, you need to start praising Him for blessings. But a set time blessing, a set time blessing is something that you had to endure for. A set time blessing is something that you had to really, really have faith and stand on. 
a set time blessing is the one that that really comes to where your faith is really tested where your faith is really tried where you really have to go through some things where you really have to suffer where God really begins to begin to mold your character where he really begins to just kind of move people out of your life and move people into your life a set time blessing sometimes will have to cause you to go through a period of separation a set time blessing will cause you sometimes to be misunderstood a set time blessing is one that God has ordained a set time blessing is is, is set up for generations a set time blessing is something that God has been working on for a while a set time blessing is something that he's been he's been molding and he's been orchestrating he's been looking at the pieces and he's been puzzling it together and he 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 sees where this piece is going to go and how this piece is going to operate a set time blessing let me tell you something about this set time blessing that Sarah was getting ready to bear it was going to be the child that was going to begin begin to uh, be the beginning of the covenant that he started with Abraham and then that is said that that set time blessing was getting ready to birth two nations and and those two nations one was God was going to receive to himself and that nation um came through a man by the name of Jacob and Jacob's name was changed to Israel when he encountered and he wrestled with with the angel of the Lord and set time blessing set time blessing when it's a set time blessing Sometimes we be expecting it right then and there. But God is like, there's more pieces. There's greater. You don't understand the greatness of this blessing. Sometimes we don't understand the magnitude of how God wants to bless. When you begin to talk about set time blessings. He blesses us with breath. He blesses us with our heart. He blesses us to be able to walk. He blesses us to be able to speak. He blesses us with the sun. He blesses us with the rain. He blesses us with the with the grass. He blesses us with oxygen. He blesses us daily. He blesses us. He blesses us. And then there's these set time blessings. These these blessings I have prepared. I, I I've been working on them. I, I I put a lot of thought into them. I'm not saying that he hasn't been put a thought, lot of thought into earth because obviously he put a lot of thought into earth. Do you see how earth operates? He put a lot of thought into it. He got it prepared before he put Adam and Eve and placed them on the earth. Hallelujah. He put them he put them on the earth after everything was prepared. And so if God did that much diligent work on just ensuring that the earth was prepared for what it was going to have to go through and who it was going to have to sustain animal mankind. Animals, mankind, the grass, the the, the fruit, the, the trees, the different things that it was going to have to be able to bear and sustain. How much more so? When he talks about set time blessings for his people. Some things God wants you to be prepared to walk into. Because it's greater. Sometimes the magnitude of those blessings are greater than what you know. So when Sarah, when she was going through this stage of pregnancy, who knows what she had to go through. But I'm thinking about some of the symptoms and different things that women go through uh, uh, that I've gone through in my own life being pregnant and different things that women have to go through in being pregnant. Some women experience preeclampsia. Some women gain a bunch of weight over time. They, they, their body get all bent out of shape. Some women have to, uh, 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 some women still go through their menstrual cycle. Some, some women, you got to eat certain things. Some, some, some women have food aversions and cravings and different things like that. But guess what? God gave her the strength to be able to bear the burden of the blessing. He gave her the strength to push through those months of having to carry 
And then when you get ready to push, we we got epidural nowadays. They didn't have epidural. She had to push through those labor pains because on the other side of the pain was the blessing. And so sometimes, especially when we get into a phase where God is like, I understand that you're tired. I understand that you're weary, but I need you to push. When you get into the the, the point where God is pushing you, I can I can I can almost testify that man there the blessing is on the other side of this pushing. The blessing is on the other side of this pushing. I gotta push. I gotta push. I gotta push. I gotta push because I I, I I feel it and I can see it. I, I'm, I'm getting ready to birth something great. I'm getting ready to birth out a blessing. I'm getting ready to birth out the thing that God has promised. I'm getting ready to birth out the set time blessing. I'm getting ready to birth it out. It's getting ready to a few weeks ago I was walking sometimes I walk and before this happened actually let me go back a few weeks earlier this probably was a few months ago I don't know maybe last month uh, uh, maybe a couple months ago I was walking and then I felt like my walking needed to turn into running and so uh, I, I was walking around the neighborhood and I just felt like I needed to run and so I started running started running and then there was a couple more days and I started running then a few weeks ago, I was running. And I was like, I was getting tired. You know how you do your walk. You when you're a new runner, and you you do your walking, your, your your jog run, you walk, you run, you jog, you walk, you run, you jog. And so I I felt it within me while I was while I was jogging. I was ready to stop. I felt a push. I felt like I needed to push past the pain. And so the very fact that I'm I'm thinking about this story of Sarah. And how she had to push past the pain in order to push Isaac out. Sometimes there comes a point in your life where God will tell you to push. He will push you. And what I mean by that, not like a literal, like some human being coming behind you and pushing you and being me. I mean like push you. Come on and push through this. I need you to, you know how sometimes the people get up beside you. Come on, push. Push. And they, they'll encourage you to push out that baby. Push. And it kind of amps you up a little bit to get you going. And I'm thinking, I'm recalling that experience that I had when I was running. And I felt pushed. And you guys know what I did. I, I, I pushed a little bit. Then I just got tired and I just stopped. I was like, I, I got to walk a little bit. But then I recall in the middle of my walking, I started thinking about that, that whole pushing thing. So I started back running again. It's like, I got to push. I got to push. I got to push. Not saying I didn't stop, start back walking again, but I pushed it. And I, I believe that day I ran more than I had ran on any other day I had ran walk. Sometimes God will allow literal things to happen in your life to help you to see what's going on spiritually. I need you to push because there's something that's getting ready to take place. You're getting ready to step into the blessing. So on the other side of this, I need you to see that I'm getting ready to bless you. And as I'm telling this testimony of Sarah, I'm just thinking about that in my own life. And it's causing, it's encouraging me and it's motivating me. That you've been a little bit weary on some days and you've been a little bit tired and you felt like you've been feeling like giving up. And something in, and something on the inside, they say, I believe it's the Holy Spirit that keeps on pushing you. That keeps on pushing you. That keeps on pushing you. You you almost there. Come on, daughter. Come on, daughter. Push. Come on, daughter. Push. Push. I know you're tired right now. But be I was reminded of the scripture this earlier this week. Be not weary in well doing. That let me know you're doing well. Now I need you to keep on pushing and keep on doing well. 
Keep on do not. Don't grow weary on me. Don't go tired. Keep on pushing. 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 You almost there. You almost there. But in order for the blessing to come out, you gotta push. Go go past how you're feeling right now. Don't don't get stop getting caught up in how you feel right now. I know I know you're tired. I know you've been going at this for a minute. I know you've been going through some things for some years. I I understand. I get it. I know I know the battle got intense. I know it. I know I intensified. I know I turned up the heat on your life. But I need you to push. I understand that you're tired. I I understand you've reached a point. You've been fighting well, and I need you to keep on pushing because I'm trying to bless your life. And I need you to push past how you're feeling. I need you to push past the pain I need you, you to push past the worry I need you to push past the fear I need you to push past what you think is supposed to happen I need you to push past everything you've been through I understand you're going through a little hurt right now but I need you to push past that and I need you to get to the blessing God is my encourager God is my encourager and if you take your journey with God he can encourage you through the pain of the push So if you don't learn anything else from the life of Sarah, I pray you learn this. Walk by faith, not by sight. Your limitation is not God's limitation. Your inability is not God's inability. If he has spoken a word, and you know for sure, you better know for sure. How do you know for sure? God, Just keep on seeking God. Until he, until he, he, until you know it that you know that I know that this is what God is going to do for me. And now I, since I know that I know that I know that in spite of what it looks like right now, I know that this is what God is going to do for me. I'm going to act it out in faith. I couldn't act it out in faith, even though I, I felt like he could do it. I believed that it was possible. I was speaking that it was possible, but now I have a knowing and I have a reassurance deep within my soul that's welling up inside of me and I can begin to walk it out by faith. So they had to keep coming together. Now that we know with an assurity that it's going to be you, that God is not going to be the way that we try to get the blessing. It's going to be the way that God has ordained for the blessing to be able to come and so now that I know that this is the ordained way that God has set in motion for it to be able to come to pass we're going to keep on walking this thing out in faith until we see this conception take place and when we see this conception to take place we can begin to even rejoice even further uh, not just on the word but we can rejoice because we see the evidence of the blessing God will give you evidence of the blessing and as they walk by faith and not by sight They received what it was that God had for them. And it was a blessing for every generation thereafter. We find in the New Testament where it says the blessing of Abraham is on our life through the blood of Jesus Christ. The blessing of Abraham is on our life. It was necessary for them to push past the pain because the blessing, the covenant that God had established with them was for every generation thereafter. And when God has that kind of blessing set upon your life, it is necessary for you to go through with it. A set time blessing. Don't get weary in in well-doing. Don't get weary in well-doing. I encourage your heart on today that if you have been weary, don't give up. He says, you shall reap if you faint not. Don't faint. When you find yourself getting weary, you got to do what Jesus did. 
withdraw and spend time with the one who gives you life God God gives life to the weary soul and so that I find myself Lord God these podcasts have been a blessing to me because I've been able to spend time in your word and not only do I need to spend time in your word I need to get back to really seeking you in the mornings and at night and I need to get back to seeking you somewhere throughout the day that 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 little time that you take out for God it means much get back to really just seeking God because he brings life I love God uh, and I love how he just brings light to different things different things that we go through in our life and sometimes we don't even recognize that it's it's really God setting us up and showing us something greater than what we really realize are possible and then as we begin to spend time with God and in his word and in prayer he begins to show you something there was a point in my life where I'm going to go ahead and tell this testimony there was a point in my life where uh if you know anything about the Little Rock area they have something called Pettigene Mountain and I had been there before and I was looking for this particular area where the trail was easier it was easy for me to climb up and so I had been there with a with a church group before and and uh we had climbed up the mountain and we had a someone that was a trainer and so as I was climbing up this mountain I was like you know what I'm, I'm just gonna stop right here I'm, I'm I'm good enough you can go up about 10 levels I was about on the eighth level and I was like I'll just sit on this rock and I'll just wait for you guys to come back down I'm okay I don't have to go to the top of the mountain I'm all right I'm, I'm all right with just this viewpoint that I have and he told me, no, you get up and you, he pretty much, he pushed me up that mountain. In his own little way, he said, no, you keep going, you keep going. So I got up the mountain. I said, okay. And when I got up there, I was like, thank God I was able to get up and go up to see the, the viewpoint that's at the top. So I was coming back down. And then one day I decided, you know what I want to, that wasn't the first time I've been to the mountain, but that was the first time that I had that type of experience where somebody had to push me to keep going. And so I, I, went the other few times that I went I kept on going because I was like okay I like I enjoyed what I saw I then I went out there one day by myself I drove my car and I couldn't find the entryway to this easier part of the mountain I couldn't I couldn't find it and so I ended up going to one side and it was a rough harder side of the mountain it was it was a rough harder side and I was by myself and I began to climb up this mountain and I had to take breaks I was so tired I wanted to I wanted to turn around. I wanted to go back the other way. I wanted to go down. But I kept seeing the levels and how you would go up. They would have like, okay, the first, the second, the third. When I got to about the sixth level, I was like, I'm tired. This is rough. The, the It's hillier. It's, it's, it's rough. And I'm up here by myself. And I haven't really seen too many people climbing up this way. I haven't seen too many. I've probably seen about two or three people walking down it or coming up. And I really haven't seen too many coming up this way. And I'm tired and I'm by myself. And maybe I'll just sit here. But I kept remembering the view. I kept remembering the view. And I said, no, I'm going to push, I'm going to push, I'm going to push. And it was about when I almost got up there. Somebody was like, wow, you, you came up you came up this? They, they were kind of shocked. I'm not even going to get into that. But then I started remembering that when I started going through things. I made it to the, the top of the mountain. And I sat there and I, appreciate, I appreciated the view more. And I was like, man, I can't, I can't go up here by myself no more. I got to find that easier way. And so I started talking to somebody that was up there, and they started telling me, okay, this is how you go. I had to get help when I got up there. 
and they said this is how you go back down the easier way and then you walk you have then i have to go then this is how you find the the trail you you have to walk around the mountain to get back to where you're parked at to get to get back to where you're parked at i said okay so i got down and i was like this is the this is the parking lot i was looking for and i couldn't find it i wonder why i could not find it i was like man i got down there and he had told me which way to go to get to go back to my car but i started walking that way i said this seems kind of long so i turned back the other way and i started looking for different signs and different things and trying to figure out how to get back to my car from this easier way that i had walked down and i found the phone number so i called the phone number and they said yeah you're headed in the right direction see sometimes we need help as we're going through life's journey you're headed in the right direction just keep on going around that path just keep on going around that path and you'll get back to your car and so i hung up the phone with the guy and I walked around that mountain and, and you know it's a trail not many people walking on it so I was a little bit scared I was a little bit scared I was like Lord God I'm out here on this on this trail by myself and I, I feel like I took away that that most people don't don't go and I I began to pray because I needed to get back to my car and I was I was scared about going away because I had never been before and I'm I, a, a runner had ran past me I said okay so I know I'm on a trail that people do take but it was a bunch of gaps in between and there weren't many people. So I was a little scared. But I made it back to my car. I followed the instructions and I made it down. And then I got to a point in my life. I got to a point in my life where I was alone. And I felt like God took me through a, took me through a separation. I was reminded of that experience I had years later, years ago on that mountain. And I was alone. But I made it. And it wasn't very many people. And so even now as I'm walking through my journey. Because I'm. Even now as I'm going through my journey. Because I'm not too far from out of that season. I was like God you gave me a literal thing. In my mid 20s. That I can kind of remind myself of. While I'm going through this period. I know, Stacy. You don't see very many people right now. You had, you went up that rough side of your mountain, the rough side of that mountain, literally by yourself. But I feel like even in that, it was God exposing me to a season of my life that I hadn't yet encountered yet. And when I encountered, I was able to recall that moment. Sometimes the things that you're experiencing now is so that you'll be able to have something to be encouraged by later. I'm not gonna say that was the only thing that encouraged me. But it encouraged me. And even now as I'm remembering. And I'm remembering that, that run. That I that walk run that I took on the other week. And I felt that push in me. Same feeling. That same push feeling I had on me. Had in me. That someone was pushing me to keep on climbing. And I knew that was God. Bringing things together for me. I knew that was him telling me. Okay. You've been climbing this. And I know that you've been by yourself for a while. But now I need you to put. This is me encouraging you to keep going to push. Because you're almost there. Because you're almost there. See, God knows how to put things in your timeline. He, he knows how to orchestrate your steps. He, he knows how to order them. And if you would just walk it out in 
faith if you would just allow him to just kind of lead you and guide you and sometimes there'll be gaps of time before you see anybody else that can kind of encourage you on your journey and sometimes you're you're traveling up that rugged side of that mountain all alone but then God got to send somebody and, and it'll be something that'll encourage you to keep on pushing to keep on going and then you'll get there and you'll see a bunch of people or not many people you'll see enough people more than what you saw and then it'll be somebody there that can help you hey this is how you go through it easier now Sometimes it's rough when you're starting out. Especially just like Sarah. It probably was rough on her because she probably didn't have anybody else that she could relate to who had had a child at her age. But she celebrated in joy. She said, God has made me to laugh. God has made me to laugh. When she, when she bore eyes, God has made me to laugh and others will laugh with me. Others will be able to feel my joy and be able to experience it. Just because you're having to go through what you're going through alone doesn't mean doesn't mean that God doesn't have help already there waiting for you to help you through a little bit easier. Boy, I was happy about climbing down that. I was like, oh, this is so much easier. But then when I had to get back to my car, I got a little scared because I had to go back and get off that trail and go back alone but God got me through it so I encourage you that sometimes when you're going through your life's journey you're going to get a little scared sometimes but if you keep heading in the right direction if you keep moving by faith if you keep walking it out by faith if you keep on going and you don't give up if you keep on taking heed to the direction this is the direction I was getting that I was given and then I confirmed the direction by talking to somebody that was over the campsite so I knew that they knew where they were going. This, So I know I, I'm headed in the right direction. And even though it seemed like it's taking me a while, and, and I'm, I'm recalling, well, I think they told me that it was going to take a while for me to be able to walk around. It's going to take maybe a mile or a mile and a half for me to walk around this trail to get back to my car. Then maybe I, I'm going to get there if I just keep on going in the right direction. See, God knows how to, how to allow things to be spoken into your hearing because faith comes by hearing. And then when you begin to reiterate, re, rehear, I'll say rehear what you heard the first time and then rehear what you heard the second time and then it'll kind of encourage you to just keep on walking. Just keep on going. Just keep on pushing and God will get you there. And I eventually got there. And let me tell you something. As you're going through life and God has spoken a word concerning your life and he has said something concerning you and then you begin to get the direction. See, I didn't get the directions until I reached a certain destination and then I had to call and get more directions. It, it was easier for me to be able to call but on the side that I was, there was no number for me to be able to call but where I went, I was able to call just to make sure that I was headed in the right direction. Let me tell you something. God is there. God is a very present help because in my in my, in my well, from where I was standing, I felt like I was in trouble. I'm in trouble if I don't know how to walk back to my car. A very present help. And so I encourage you that just because you're going through the, just because you're, you're carrying a burden right now, God is the burden bearer. And just like he gave Sarah strength to be able to bear that child, he can give you the strength to be able to bear whatever it is. He has placed in your hands for you to be able to bear, for you to be able to endure. It's only a season. And when that season is over, you will step into whatever it is that the Lord has ordained for you to step into.
The only thing you need to do is just keep walking by faith and not by sight. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for your blessings. We thank you for just everything that you've done for us on today. We thank you, Lord God, for just things, Lord God, that we have just having our timelines, Lord God, that we don't even realize is going to be a blessing to us later on. We thank you for being a, a, an encourager, Lord God, for motivating us, Lord God, through life's trials, Lord God. We thank you for bringing us into blessing and making us whole and fulfilling our joy, just like you did for Sarah. We thank you when we praise you. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. And if you want to go read more about the story, um, you can go to Genesis chapter about chapter 15. Uh, I ain't going to say about, you can go to Genesis chapter 15. And you can start where Abram first um, talks to God about being childless and where God begins to establish his covenant in their lives. And you can read from there uh, and you can kind of see um, how they went through their journey of faith with God. And I do hope and pray you be encouraged and you go on your journey of faith with God and allow him to move you from faith to faith and allow him to grow you according to uh, according to the way he has ordered your steps. Um, I pray you go forward and be blessed. Hello, I'm Lynn Sacy. I encourage you to become part of the movement. The movement of making Jesus bigger. You can find out more about the Making Jesus Bigger movement by following me on social media at Lynn Stacy Studios on Instagram and Facebook. You can purchase the t-shirt Making Jesus Bigger because we have been given victory in Jesus Christ on the website www.lynnstacystudios.wixsite.com backslash media. By becoming part of the Making Jesus Bigger movement, we are choosing to be lights in the world. Be blessed in Jesus' name. And remember to always go forward and be blessed.